like a slide whistle? What was that? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with Boy Oh Boy Conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. It's been so long, man. Always has been. Always has been? You're just avoiding me these days. What do you mean? You do everything in your power to just not be around, dear sweet Gray the Gray. I you, I would never refer to you as such. Don't put those words in the my mouth. The dear sweet part or the Gray the Gray part? The dear sweet part. Oh, that's Gray the mean. Gray is all I refer to you as, <laughs> okay? Okay. It's This is a business relationship. I refer to you by your business name, Okay. I will have you know the Gray the Gray Twitch entity is an entirely separate corporation. I don't even From know what? what you're talking about. The Gray the Gray Twitch and then the Boy Oh Boy podcast. They're two separate things. Two separate things. I shouldn't have been Completely separate them. corporate entities, totally separate trademarks. What a fool I am. I thought they were both abnormal co-products co or Dusty Stag co-products, but I'm really not quite <laughs> sure on the branding. It's a very complicated web of different corporations and trademarks and it branding, is. yeah. But that's business, you know? That's just how business yeah. works. And when you're in the world, like, it, you get it. And the people who don't get it, well... They're, they're called not... JC. No. <laughs> the people who don't get it aren't cut out for business. Also I am true. very cut out. For... I, I am made to a T. I am, like, the prototype of a businessman, okay? Are you? Yes. If you were to build a businessman from the ground up, I'm everything you could want and more. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Just the thought of building a businessman from the ground up. Yes, I have all the traits. Physical, mental, Such as and including? Persistence. Um, go get itiveness. What What is that exactly? Well, you go and get it. When oh, you okay. To. Yeah. You know? What are you getting? It. Oh. The proverbial it in business, you just won't get it, so... It's probably best we move on just because I, I worry that it might go over your head and also most of the listeners. If you say so, the business talk. Mr. Business, JC Business. I, maybe you do get it. I don't know, man. Maybe you do. Um, but Grayson, what has been going on in your week? It's been so long. Hardly anything. Oh, okay. I don't think that's a shock to anybody. Well, what about the date with Emmy? That was coming up, right? Yeah, that was supposed to have happened. A couple times now. A good few times. And no. it, it did not happen. No. What? Well, why? Well, she said she got sick, and then she kept being sick. L long COVID. Permanent COVID, maybe. I have no idea. Uh, strep tends to wipe you out, though, you know? So maybe strep? I don't think it was strep. She just said it was a fever and body aches. Ooh. That's it was tough. enough for her to cancel not just the plans with me on Saturday, but also other plans she had on Saturday. According to who? Her as well as Sarah Emilius. Ooh, okay. Sarah had plans with Emmy Wee. Mm hmm That's so sad. When are the three of you going to have plans? That's a great question. I know Sarah Emilius also avoiding me. Is she now? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying that. But when, well, you say that, but I know you've been trying to make some efforts as far as organizing the Spelling Bee episode of Boy, oh boy, oh boy. So many Sarah. efforts. And so how has that been going if she's not avoiding you? Well, she's busy this week. Mm. And I don't think Sarah's very good at planning beyond a week. Isn't she a like party planner? Yep. This is her job. Mm hmm Okay. All, well, also, to be fair, the party planning company that she works for um, wished her a birthday four months late. So, Was it four months? It's something like that. It was like June her birthday, right? I thought it was like two months. I thought her I birthday, thought her birthday was, June. was I thought it was July. 
July, August, September, October. Like three months. That's what I said. Three you said months. Two months. Did I say two months? You said two months, Grayson. Well, ain't that something? Oh my god, you just don't get it. You were Wait, just not with it. But it's September right now. I was rounding July, up. July, August. I'm assuming September from July. So August. So two months. This is the final day of September. Yeah, and this is the final day of September. It's essentially October. Happy birthday to Bim and Uncle Jimmy! Isn't that right? Is it actually Bim's birthday? This is the real Bim birthday. This is the real Bim birthday. But also, we missed her real, real birthday a couple weeks ago. So okay, I'm never entirely certain. So I didn't want to like wish her happy birthday. I think going forward, and this is important to keep in mind for next year, every day of September, we should probably be wishing Bim a happy birthday. This makes sense. Just so we make sure we hit all of them. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Which, (laughs) with it being on the actual last day, is very obnoxious. I think it should work, though. Because we don't Mm want to... She's she's like a really close friend of ours. We wouldn't want her to be hurt by us forgetting. Right. Yeah. When is Han's birthday? His is December. I want to say December... I want to say 11th, but I don't think that's right. It feels like it was forever ago that we got him those flowers, you know, more than a year ago. But you're making it sound like it's under a year ago that we got him those flowers for his last birthday. I have no clue. What do you mean? They were for his birthday. I can barely keep... Maybe it was... I I think it's December. Who gives a shit? Grayson, (laughs) what else have you been doing in your week? If you were expecting a transition from no one caring to this in the yeah. hope of someone caring i hate to disappoint you but there's nothing because the audience cares so little about you you mean because there's nothing there to care about okay yeah because you're so little of a person that it's hard to care about someone who's so insignificant that's kind of mean of you to no, say no i was just clarifying for the audience because no, I, I just meant i haven't what you were i haven't implying. done anything oh yeah okay you Pretty empty week. started with that because then people run in different directions what you mean with your words and sometimes some very rude and hurtful directions yeah it's just so mean and abusive it's just open to interpretation when you speak so vague you know and i really show up to the boy boy podcast to get abused by jc by yourself week. honestly because that that personally wasn't how i would have interpreted things if you didn't lead me in that direction with your words lead you in that direction yeah it's crazy that you like jumped to that though i, w- I didn't jump i was guided gently it felt you like. had a lot of like expansionary elements to that like um, really yeah but i feel like expansionary in a way that made sense given the context i was provided so no okay well maybe not maybe not we can disagree grayson we can we can disagree i guess if we have to did you wish bim a happy birthday today well no i, j- I just told you that I, I wasn't certain that it was her birthday oh i thought you meant earlier this month you were considering wishing no 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 today because okay. it's in my calendar as today yeah but i also don't know if i just had like fallen for the bit uh-huh. at some point two years ago but the thing is maybe it is a bit maybe what we think is her actual birthday isn't her actual birthday maybe who's to say so am I wishing her a happy birthday or am I not? I did. I sent her a video of Mr. Hippo from the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise singing happy birthday. That's very odd. It's your favorite character from FNAF. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. You don't like Mr. Hippo. I, I'm not so sure I'm familiar with He's Mr. Hippo. He's a large hippo. purple hippo animatronic. You're laughing like this is something silly that I'm saying. Because it is. Huh? It's just a little foolish. No, you just... I don't know if you realize, JC, FNAF is made for small children. You're making light of the murder of many young children. I don't think I am. You are. Which children? The ones who died at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Where's Freddy Fazbear's Pizza? Colorado. No. Utah. 
<laughs> no. It's over there in the, the West. I, I hate to disappoint you, uh-huh. JC. Freddy Fazbear's Pizza is not real. Well, yeah, it closed down because of all the murders, but... No, it never... It never existed. <laughs> hmm? There's, there was never a Freddy Fazbear. It's, it's all made up. You're so silly. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm just, I'm just yanking your chain. You're just joshing me. Okay, I get it. I get it. Ha ha. Yeah, it never existed. It never Ooh. existed. Good bit. Good bit. Um, so I think you should wish her a happy birthday. Yeah, I'll probably um, do that. I think we got confirmation it's the real Bim birthday because Chargill posted on her Snap story, happy birthday, Bim girl. And you know things are serious when she calls her Bim girl, <gasps> you know? So true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when is your birthday? <laughs> Not for a good while. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Because when your birthday happens, mine usually happens like right afterwards. It's true. And then I'll get like a couple gifts on this podcast. Yeah. You know? I have a gift for you today, though. A gift for me today? I do. Was it the sparkling water that you gave me before the podcast? No, but that's also a gift. I consider it one. It's grapefruit flavored, Grayson, because I'm allowed to eat grapefruit flavored things again. We can get to that more later, but... This is an exciting time in my life, okay? My my being reunited with Grapefruit. There's uh-huh. never been um, a more devastating separation, I don't think, ever in my life, you know? It's really a tragic backstory. It it, it it honestly is, Grayson, but I'm so happy. Again, where we're back together, I'm drinking the sparkling water, zero calories, H-E-B branded. The life doesn't get You get being separated from Grapefruit was your Joker moment. My Joker moment? Your Joker moment. What? When do I become the Joker, though? Once it have happened right after I got separated from Grapefruit? No, no, no. It's like a slow decline. Okay. Or is it because I was reunited with it in time, I won't become Joker? Who's to say? I thought you, because you were the one dictating this comparison. No. Okay. So moving on, the gift. I have banana chips. Yeah. Grayson has banana chips from H-E-B. You the, said you would try a banana chip. Yeah, I didn't. Well, guys, Grayson asked me about a week or so ago, I think like via text or whatever. I was like, JC, would you try banana chips? Because it's been well documented on this podcast. I can't eat banana. I just... A banana I, hater. I, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a hater. It's just I can't eat them. Banana you know? hater. My body physically rejects them, and that's not a joke. And But I figured, okay, if they're banana chips, you know, like I was picturing like... You know, plantain chips, you know, th- those those type of things. I just, they, they're generally something I can stomach, plantains. So I figured banana chips probably are not far off. I will say yes, I will try these. But now seeing them in person, they're way more banana-like than I expected. And I don't see myself being able to, like, to, to get through it. I, I need a napkin just in case. Thank you so much for this roll of paper towels, Grayson, as you hand me a banana chip and put it on the disgusting boy-oh-boy list. And you just want me to eat the banana chip right now on the podcast. Yeah, I, I figure why not. There's why no visual anyone? element to the podcast. It's all going to be audible. Me chomping. and then I imagine there will be some gagging sounds. Well, no. What I, Honestly, looking and knowing what it is now, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to hold my breath and swallow it so I don't taste it. But I feel like that really takes away from what you want to get out of this. I don't know. I'm kind of open to whatever. I'm just looking forward to you trying well, it. Well, like if the challenge here is JC eat this banana chip, I can do that shit and then not taste it if I need to. I don't know but if it's necessarily like, a challenge. JC, I want you to taste this chip. I can try savoring it, but then it will not go well. Well, how about first we see if you can just eat it. And then if you manage to eat it, then we'll try a JC taste it. 
Because I imagine if you are unable to eat it, it is because you tasted it anyway. This is just a convoluted way of getting me to eat more banana chips. That is also a benefit of this plan. Yeah. If I am able to get through this banana chip, just like to down it, right? Mm -hmm. If Do I get anything if I finish the entire bag you have left? Well, no, because I want to eat those. So I don't get anything if I finish the entire bag of banana chips? Why would you want to? Well, for the prize that's theoretically awaiting me. I don't, I don't have a prize. And you don't? No. The prize could be the banana chips. But no, they would be inside me at that point. What a shame that would be. Okay. Well, so I just have to eat it, the banana chip in front of me? This one, if you manage to eat it, then maybe we can try one to, like, taste. Okay, but then talk. this one is talk, the one to... Talk. I'm talking right at this very moment. Oh, JC, you munch so weirdly. He immediately went for the sparkling water to wash it down. I'm honestly kind of impressed. He's going to be burping for a while. All I taste is grapefruit. You didn't even taste it at all? That's crazy. I got some of my teeth. I'll probably taste this. That's quite gross. Oh, yeah. I taste it. He's really picking at his teeth. I taste a little soapy, but that might be because I washed my hands. That could be part no, of No, it's the grapefruit hand sanitizer I use. <laughs> That's it. That is what I taste. Oh, um, no. Yeah, see, like, I can do that because it was very small, and I can just hold my breath and not taste it. Uh-huh. I don't get why people, people on reality shows, whenever there's, like, an eating competition and it's gross food, simply hold your breath. You don't taste stuff. Why don't they do that? You know? I, I feel like some people do that. But it, it feels so obvious. I would agree with that. Yeah. But some people are, are obviously stupid. Dumb people, you're saying. Yeah. And I, you know, maybe you'll disagree with this. Um, I don't think reality television is targeting the real peak of human civilization. You know, the real no, cream of the crop they of are human intelligence. The peak of human civilization and intelligence. So... I I would just disagree. You would just you you're saying no. So do you want to try a banana chip to taste? Not really, no. But I would feel you accomplished? I really don't want to. I because I, I did taste it getting the scraps out of my teeth, and it wasn't good. Like it tastes like banana. I don't like banana. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, I never would have guessed. Because now I know too. Because I would be oh, maybe a little bit more open to eating one for taste if it weren't to get stuck in my teeth. But now I know it will. And then I don't have to live with the taste of it stuck in my teeth or however. Like, right now, I'm still coping with it stuck in my teeth. Yeah, I don't know how you got so much stuck in your teeth. It's still there. It's like a you problem. Mm-hmm. I have one of those, like, little floss things with the little pick on the other end, if you want to use that to get it out. I think I will live. I hope so, at least. Um, but thanks for the banana chip, Grayson. That was really cool. Thanks Good for bit. trying it. Yeah, why Why did you want me to try it? Well, I was just looking in my cabinet eating some banana chips back when I texted you, and I was like... JC doesn't like bananas. No. I wonder if he's ever tried a banana chip. Because to me, they don't taste like hugely banana-like. I taste banana in my mouth right now. Like it tastes kind of like banana, mm-hmm. but it, it's different. I guess. But, but but Grayson, are banana chips a new thing in your life? No. So then, But why now? Why now? Well, because that's when I had the thought. You've never had the thought before? Of, I wonder if JC has tried banana chips? Yeah. Correct. That's so weird. How is that weird? You should be thinking about me all the time. I'm not... I don't have a frequent supply of banana chips. It feels like you do. This bag is almost empty. I mean, I've had it for a good number of weeks now. Weeks? 
Yeah. So you don't even like banana chips that much. I do like banana chips, but like I'm not I'm not munching them on like potato chips. If I were to buy this and I liked this, this would be gone within the week. That's like a you thing. It is a little bit. I think I have a problem binge eating for real, but it's okay. You know? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Grayson. JC. Is, are there any other challenges, or was that the one challenge today? Do I win? I think that was the one challenge. Unless you know how to get milk out of carpet, because I think I spilled a little bit of milk in my carpet the other day. It just generally smells worse in my room yeah. out of late. Why don't you simply get that powder that you put on smelly stuff? Powder that you put on smelly stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's I don't really know what it's called either, but it's it's like Clorox brand, and you just you pour the powder on the smelly stuff. It's what I did for when you puked in my car. Mm. Yeah. And then the the little powder soaks up the smell, and so it smells fucking disgusting. The this powder. is not a terrible idea. Uh huh. There is one issue in that I don't know where the smell's coming from. Go for the whole floor. That's not a bad idea. I'd go for that, and then just you vacuum it up. Well, I would not personally do the whole floor. This would be ridiculous. Your floor would oh. be covered in powder. Um, yeah, I, I figured that was the plan. Yeah. How do you not know where you spilled the milk? Well, I've done it a number of times, but partially it's because I do it so, while I'm walking back with my cereal. It may be necessary to do the whole So it floor. could be like anywhere from doorway to like next to the bedside table. This is so messed up, Grayson. You're, so, you're such an irresponsible milk drinker. I just, I drink a lot of milk. That's a problem. We also didn't put an incense on today. No, that's devastating. Do you have one that you want me to put on? Coconut. It's always coconut. You know what? I'll do answer. coconut. You're you did so banana kind. chip. I'll do coconut. This is not a fair trade-off because you don't actively dislike and are offended by You did the banana chip. Sticks. I'll put on the coconut. The banana chips are a struggle. Like an actual actual feat of, of humanity is It's what a I just struggle to put this on, let me tell you. Well, that's just because you're incompetent. That's any incense no, stick no, no, you struggle no. with. No, I'm great at putting on incense, just not this one. I'd really disagree. The last time you, you did so poorly with it. What are you talking about? You lit it up and then it went out on its own and you were like, I don't trust it. And then you had to light it again. Well, it probably would have been fine. If you were really good and confident of an incense burner, you would do it on one go, be confident, and let it go. Listen, JC, that's a ridiculous standard to put someone to. Sorry about that, man. Honestly, I am sorry foolish. about it. Well, Grayson, earlier this week, I had the opportunity to tattoo um, some new people, okay? I had the opportunity to tattoo one of my grandmother's friends and her daughter. My, my grandmother's friend only trusted me to tattoo her and her daughter. Um, and so they flew in from New York to be tattooed, okay? That's wild. And they spent like three, four days in San Antonio and Austin having a wonderful old time. Um, and I, they both got little flowers on them, you know? It was a really a wonderful, wonderful time. Grayson, you're, you were struggling with this incense. You are not a competent incense burner. I'm not struggling with it. It is about to fall onto your lion clubbing stick. No, it's fine. Okay, it's fine now, but most people don't have that kind of struggle, man. It smells so good. Everyone has the best smelling one. This is the best smelling incense. I'm sorry for the listening audience at home who can't smell the coconut incense, but it's honestly very good. I still think first rain's the best. First rain? That's what it's called. Oh my god, that's exciting. I don't know if you've burnt first rain for me before. At least I must have. Maybe, maybe without telling me. But either way, regardless, Grayson. I was tattooing these people. They had their little flowers on them. And the biggest takeaway from all this is that because because the daughter is younger, right? She's like 18. And then the the mom, my grandma's friend, is like probably in her like 40s. And mom, who's in her 40s, was sitting there getting tattooed by me. And she says, you know, 
you remind me a lot of Timothy Chalamet. And I was hmm. like, oh, I've gotten that before. I don't think I like that. I've gotten that before. Um, I think he looks really weird. And then she said, oh, no, no, like not in appearance. Like your vibe is like Timothy Chalamet is what she said to me. Is that better or worse? I don't know because I've never seen a Timothy Chalamet movie. Um, I guess Dune I technically watched, but not really. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I don't think if I like if I were like a six foot like Hispanic dude, but I had my same personality. I don't think she would have been like, you have a Timothy Chalamet vibe, you know? Is possible. I don't think you so. You never know. I don't know. I, I, I really, I feel like there may have been some stereotyping. Sadly, we can't moments. run this experiment. Yeah, lift some tanner. I, I, we got this, man. I disagree. You disagree. Point is, Timothy Chalamet. I have seen a movie Timothy Chalamet is in other Lady than Bird. Dune. I have not seen Lady Bird. Oh. It was The French Dispatch. And in the French French Dispatch, he plays a college student who plays chess, and that chess is somehow part of a revolution. But mm. he keeps sleeping with the reporter who was sent to report on it. But she's in like her forties. It's very weird. Um, but his character's cool because he's sleeping with a forty-year-old, and you're impressed by that. Perhaps. Okay. You just respect him too much. You're right. Because like, no. she's an accomplished journalist too. It sounds like. Yeah. Reporting on the big chess match. So well, the chess match between the college students and the mayor of whatever city, perhaps Paris. Paris. I'm just the guessing. The Parisian mayor versus some kids does not sound like a like well, a, this great showdown that a I, reporter needs to be there. Now for. that I'm thinking about it more, I don't think it is Paris, but it is also occurring in the middle of like them holding a revolution. Uh huh. But they're in like a stalemate on the revolution part of things. Is he playing Napoleon? Because that could be cool. No. Okay. They're a little less impressive then. Why would he be playing Napoleon? Well, just like I'm trying to think of what would be an impressive kind of like figure to, to be playing in chess around that period. There, No, that's not even oh. the same period at all. Is the French Revolution not Napoleon? No, that's, this, this isn't the French Revolution. Oh, I, my apologies. This is a new French Revolution. I, presumably the new french revolution now that i really consider it i'm not even a hundred percent certain it's in france it's just that one of the characters speaks french this movie doesn't exist this is a figment <laughs> of your imagination i think it's in france point is there's a university the university students are revolting against the local government the local government has cracked down on them and so they've barricaded themselves into this part of the city and so there's a chess match going on and the best chess player in the college is timothy chalamet all I know is people compare me to Timothy Chalamet, and it's fucked up, okay? Are you good at chess, JC? No. I don't oh, think no. Timothy Chalamet is either. I'm sure he's great at chess. I don't think he is. I think he's wow. probably quite bad. Um, even more fucked up? Another thing that you have in common with Timothy Chalamet. Bad at chess? Yep. It's hurtful. You don't know I'm bad at chess. <laughs> you just said you were. I could have been lying to like psych you out for when we play and then I crush you. I've I've played with you before, JC. Yeah, but I was just playing a bit. JC, I've played with you where you got to make up the rules of the game as we were going. No. And you still lost. Doesn't happen. You're just making stuff up. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prove it. Literally prove that that happened. You can't. I might still have the VOD, honestly. No, it did. We, we edited it into a real video on your YouTube channel. It's there. Well, there you go. Um, you can find it quite easily, which is sad. But again, that was just me playing. That was me being silly. Like, ha-ha, right. comedy. Holding yeah. the comedy chops. And so... Chops. Chops. Those would be them. 
Uh, so, but but no, the Timothy Chalamet comparison is it's 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 overplayed at this point. You know, I need someone else, and also not that guy from American Idol, please, not him either. That not one's Kate really Lane. accurate, though. I know. I'll see photos of him every once in a while. I don't know how. I never heard of this man before, like last year, and now he'll just show up. But I I don't I don't want those comparisons either. He's quite ugly, Cade Fainer. I don't think he's ugly. I think so. I think you're better looking than him, though. But he's taller, so that counts for a lot, you know? I wouldn't even say he's buff. I think he's just he has a bigger frame because I don't think he's got muscle on him. If you look at his, his photos and everything, I think he's just like he's built bigger, you know? That is part of being buff. I feel like buff is something you work for. It's not something you just – it's God-given. I don't know. I feel like there are some people where it's just you're buff. I guess. And you think he is. He's got some assistance there. You're saying he uses steroids. No. That's really what it sounded like when you said he's got some assistance. No, there. I can understand how it can be interpreted that way. Yeah. That's not what I was Do you see how to. like sometimes you lead people with your words to really obvious conclusions that you don't quite track? No. You don't. You don't you don't see that happening. No. Okay, my bad. No, my I bad. think you just read a little too far into things. Maybe. Yeah. And I apologize to Cade Fainer. His body is all natural, I am sure. I think. I'm pretty confident on that as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> It'd be really sad if he's using steroids and this is the result. That'd Poor be guy. Can we get Steven hooked on steroids, please? I don't want Steven on steroids. <laughs> Him on an elliptical <laughs> after shooting up, man, that'd be sick. <laughs> Steve, if Steven was like muscular, yeah. he would take every opportunity possible to try and beat both of us up. Beat like, us up. Yes. Anytime we are in proximity of Steven, because like the, part of the reason Steven works right now and like functions in society is that he has he has no like response you know to to what to anything just being picked on okay to bullying yes okay like he ca- he can't fight back he has no choice but to take it yeah but he he does very well given the circumstances because he doesn't just take it he he confuses people so severely that they stop bullying him it's true yeah <laughs> no steven has found a perfect niche in society well i wouldn't say found he has stumbled into sure yeah however you want to phrase it what I'm saying is if Steven had the ability to fight back, it would disrupt all of that. Do you think even with the physical stature um, and physical ability to do so, he would be confident enough to ever like enact it to use it to his advantage? Yeah. You do? I think roid rage is a thing. I mean, I don't know. Is roid rage a thing? I think so. I always hear about roid rage, but it's. I think I've talked to you about this before. But I, I think it's usually like all the, the horrible shit that happens with steroids is when steroids are combined with other drugs, like uh, like some other abuse of, you know, like cocaine or alcohol and stuff like that. I but feel like when, by the time we've managed to get Stephen hooked on steroids, we will have me- like accidentally gotten him hooked on plenty of other yeah, drugs. He will be a coke addict is what you're saying. Yes. Uh-huh. Is that how, what they say? A coke addict? I feel like there's a there's a, a better word for this, a better term that we're missing out on. Crackhead doesn't feel appropriate. No, because not all coke is crack. Also, Steven says that term is racist, so we best not use it, especially <laughs> in regards to him. Um, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. Cocaine user. This is probably the term that we're looking for. Well, a cocaine user isn't necessarily addicted. Cocaine abuser. That works. There. There we go. That's Steven. That's Steven, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Uh, no, I could never see him reallocating his funds to Genshin to substances. 
it will always go to the video games first, you know? I mean, sure, but this is a hypothetical where we've gotten him addicted to steroids. I guess so. I guess. Do steroids cost a lot? I don't know. You don't? I haven't checked up on You're this. You're not juicing? I can't say I am. Oh, my God. How'd you get that body, man? What can I say? Hard Whoa. work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I just I imagine, like, you know, Steven's still the same height, but absurdly, like, wide. Uh-huh. And just muscly and toned. Uh-huh. Just punching at my gut, because that's as high as you can reach. At your gut. My gut. Punching, you think? Yeah. You don't think you'd go for headbutting first? I don't think he'd get up there. Oh, I meant, like, headbutting your chest. That just seems like a very ineffective strategy. <laughs> no, cave in your chest with his head. He could do it. I don't. I don't think he could. I think he could eventually. Steven's got a very hard head. Is that notoriously so? Notoriously hard head. Does this Steven have a thick skull? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I would say so. Okay. My words, not yours. <laughs> exactly. So, I. I don't know. I. I need some other comparisons on the TikTok that Steven and I have for the following Lucha podcast. I got a comment the other day that said, you look like Jungle Boy. No offense, though. And I've shown you Jungle Boy. I've gotten these comparisons before. Jungle Boy looks nothing like me, but he has long, curly hair. Yeah, know? Jungle Boy was inaccurate. But he's also, I don't think he's like a particularly ugly looking guy. You know, I'd say he's quite decent looking. His father is Luke Perry, you know. But again, this most recent comment said, you look like Jungle Boy. No offense, though. Which is like, I... He, at worst, he's average looking, right? I don't remember enough about how he looks, but I feel like not thinking he was ugly. I feel like you would remember if you thought like, oh, he's an ugly person. Yeah. That's funny. You were compared to the ugly person. Right. You know, but generally he's spoken of as being quite attractive. So it just the no offense part really struck me off guard. Unless they're saying that I am so noticeably more attractive than Jungle Boy, that would be an offense, an affront to compare me to him. Maybe it's a different Jungle Boy. A different one. Yeah, one, maybe they were talking about other it. Jungle Boys. Um, the main character Mowgli. from the Jungle Book. Mowgli is who you're thinking yes. of. That's the one. Okay. Yep. Hmm. You didn't know Could Mowgli's name? Not off the top of my head. That's kind of fucked up. I haven't seen that movie since I was like six. You don't have to to know Mowgli. My bad. What is the bear's name? Oh, shit. I don't know, but I, I like the song from it that's... Uh, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. The talk like you. The monkey sings it, Grayson. Yeah, it's the monkey king. The king of the monkeys? He was a king. Oh my god, I don't remember that. See, yeah. you remember more about this movie than I do. He wanted fire. Wow. And he thought since Mowgli was a human, he could teach him how to make fire. But Mowgli couldn't teach him how to make fire because Mowgli grew up in the jungle like them. What a dumbass this Mowgli is. Mowgli just wanted to be like the monkeys, but the monkeys wanted to be like him. Mm. Does he sing back to the monkeys, I want to be like you? Yes. So it's like a back and forth. Well, no. Oh. No, it's pretty much the, the king just singing the whole time. Okay, so Mowgli does not sing back to the monkeys. Well, he sings back, but he's, he's just singing the song. Oh, he's not paying attention to the, the lyricism. He's yeah, he's not just vibing. Saying like, oh, I want to be like you, monkeys. He's like, oh, yeah. He's, he doesn't get it. The song went over yeah, his head. Yeah, he does not understand. He's a young boy. We can't expect him to right. understand the king. That makes sense. Yeah. We should probably watch Jungle Boy just to freshen up on these things. And then we can do like a full analysis, I think, on the next episode of Boy Oh Boy. What was the snake's name? Snake? Yeah. Oh, shit, because that snake was animated very similar to the snake in Robin Hood. <laughs> this is what I remember. I just, I, for some reason, I 
feel like it's something similar to Jafar, Jafar being the villain from Aladdin. Right? I don't fucking know, man. I, I got Mowgli and that's it. That's all you're going to get from me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the name Mowgli is referenced enough in pop culture. The snake is not so much an icon. You know? I feel like if you gave me enough time, I could have remembered Mowgli. Maybe. But Maybe. What's the name of the guy in Brother Bear? We don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. No, I don't even remember watching Brother Bear. I think I may have just had the McDonald's toy. That could <laughs> so have been sad. it. Yeah. But it was one of my favorite toys. So that's good. Yeah, it's. I mean, think about how sick that is. A human who can transform into a bear by just pulling a hood over his head. Crazy. This was the toy for reference. I don't. Think I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember that being in the movie. Well, no, I don't think he pulled a hood over his head and turned into a bear. Oh. I think just for the sake of the plastic figure being able to turn into a bear, that's what it was. I see. Yeah. Was it a person turned into a bear in the movie? Brother bear? I think so. Right. I think the men turned into the bears and it was like some, I assume like a Native American kind of like tradition or or folk story that they profited off of. Wow. Maybe. I really don't know. I'm just hypothesizing. I I have no recollection of the plot of that movie to be We really, before we speak on topics as sensitive as this, we need to do more research, Grayson. Yeah, I don't know where you got the Native American folk story thing. Well, just, we we can't touch these shows. What, just because it's a bear? It's a Native American story now? Is that how it is? Looking quite Native American. You know, I don't. <laughs> you don't. Let me pull up the I, people in Brother Bear. I'm gonna be clear. I don't remember the people in Brother Bear. Let me. Let I me look hardly it up. remember the bears of Brother Bear. Bruh, is the movie even called Brother Bear? That's a good question. It is called Brother Bear. Let's go. Okay, you're gonna tell me these people aren't Native American. Not at all. You're looking at oh, what would you say they are, Grayson? <laughs> Those are obviously from New Jersey. Mm, okay. Okay. This makes sense. And they're hanging out with a bunch of moose. There was a brother bear too. Yo. Oh my god. Turned back into bears. That is beyond exciting. Let me find the McDonald's toy to show you. Listening audience, do yourself a favor and type in brother bear McDonald's toy. Uh, if you are listening at home or in the car, stop what you're doing, guys. This is from 2003. Be safe and pull over to the side of the road. 2003. This toy came out, Grayson. That's fucking crazy. Look, look. There's that bear down there in the corner. It looks like a regular bear, right? Uh-huh. You pull that head back, there's a man under there. Wow. I know. This is so exciting. I forgot about these toys, Grayson. Oh, my goodness, how I missed I them. don't know how you could remember if it's from 2003. There it is. Look, that's them standing up. There are all the people underneath the animal heads. <laughs> I appreciate that they did very little to make the bodies change. Oh, little to nothing. They just got human hands. This is it. That's very funny. That's badass. It's badass. They got creative, Grayson, is what they did. So, what else has been going on in your week? Or uh, if that topic is maybe too loaded, it's too much to tackle right now. It is kind of a lot to tackle. You can come up with a different celebrity comparison to replace the Timothy Chalamet. No, I'm pretty content with the Timothy Chalamet. Okay. That's hurtful. Yeah. What's going on in your week, JC? Um, I found this website that you know about now called oh, no. VoteRef. Why are we talking about this? Well, guys, listen, if you just, they're, they're like about half the states in this wonderful country, uh, have very public information regarding their voter data. Vo- wait, that sounded not correct what I said, but it was correct. Voter data? Maybe voter information. Voter info. Information about voters. 
yeah. including like if you if you're registered to vote in like a ton of states, your name, address, and party you're registered to is all very public. And this website has taken it upon itself to gather all that information and create a database where you can search for someone's first and last name and then the county they live in, and it will just give you their all the elections they voted in and then also the address that they live at. And I find this fascinating, okay? Because with people's addresses, you can put it into Google Maps and see the house that they live in. And is that not exciting, Grayson? Not really. How is it not exciting? What does that do for you, JC? You just, you see what their lives are like, you know? Like, I feel so much more connected to Beto O'Rourke now that I know what house he lives in. You know? No. It's I like don't a mission-style home in El Paso. I want to be clear to everyone listening to the podcast. Yeah. I was on Discord with JC for multiple hours that he just obsessed over this thing, looking up people's names, trying to find their addresses, looking at the houses. Finding their addresses. Yes, yes, oftentimes successfully. But he's just he was just he spent hours just creeping on random people that he could think of. And I want to he did this presumably for hours beforehand and maybe even hours afterwards. I did. I went to bed afterwards, unfortunately. I wish I could have had more time to, to spend awake going through VoteRef.com, V-O-T-E-R-E-F.com. But when you got up the next day, you spent the whole day. It would, Yep, exactly. And the website was taken down, actually, Grayson. It was oh, immensely no. illegal what was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Uh, no, I, I looked up a few beforehand, right? I looked up me. I looked up Brandy. I looked up Steven, who is, like, invincible on there. He's or invisible, rather, on there. He's very hard to find, given that he has no middle name, and there are so many Steven Lungs in this world. But you were easy to find. All the, the close people were easy to find the addresses of, which is concerning, you know? Because then I looked, and the public figures were also there. This can't be good news for them, Right. I don't know. I feel like public figures are smart enough not to register their actual home address. You think that's not Beto's real house? I think that's Beto's real house, but... You resent me for saying Beto? I don't care either way. You resent me. Um, I just... I don't think, like... He's a politician as opposed to a celebrity. Yeah. So to do something on a political thing and then lie about your address, like... That's something that's going to be brought up. That is kind of But a celebrity lies about their address on voter registration. You're like, yeah, obviously they did that. They don't want people to stalk them. I guess so. I guess. But, hmm. I don't know. I looked up some celebrities, and it was pretty believable where they would be at. Like the wrestler Ricochet. I believe he put in his real condo that he lives in. But a condo is also different, where it's going to have a lot mm-hmm. of privacy, security. You can't just, like, get in and yeah. walk up to his door. So Also, like, the very biggest named celebrities... One, a lot of their addresses would already be public. And two, they have many addresses. This is also fair. But I don't care about them. I care about the ricochets of the world. Right. The Trevor Manns, Grayson, okay? Mm-hmm. So the Sarah Remeliuses. The Sarah Remeliuses who are also on there. Sarah Remelius, we found your address. You should be afraid. Is what you should be. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming to you to record the Spelling Bee episode, whether you want to or not. We should. We should bring the Spelling Bee to her, Grayson. Shouldn't we? This is a great plan. I think so. I think how big do we think Sarah Romelius's apartment is? I have no clue. That's it. we should just bring some other people with us too, you know, showing up <laughs> at her place. Who? I don't know, just people we find. Okay. You know, right under I thirty five, there are so many people that would be willing to get in our car. We better get Emmy there. Emmy, Emmy, yeah. we. You want her there for the spelling bee? Uh, obviously, she doesn't deserve. She her can't own. avoid me anymore. She doesn't deserve her own individual boy oh boy oh boy before a spelling bee episode. Honestly, that's a great point. Thank you. 
Leo didn't deserve his own episode before the... Of course not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Obviously not. Well, what questions do you have for Leo? Exactly. (laughs) Do you know how many questions I have for Sarah Romelius? We didn't even get the half of them on the four-hour episode. Honestly, true. Mm -hmm. I feel like you could um, ask Sarah Romelius these questions by just going to her stream, JC. That's no fun. Oh, you're right. Why would I go to her stream? That's... I'm not... Why would I do that? Watching people stream isn't fun. <laughs> I have some horrible news for you. It's I, not enjoyable. I don't disagree, sadly. Okay. Well, you do it. You watch these people live stream. It's true. And for what reason? I don't... It's like, you are under... The way you describe it, I am going there and exclusively watching them live stream. But most of the time, I just have it on. Yeah. And then I'm doing something. But I have stuff on as well that is way more compelling than people playing video games but i don't want something compelling on why not well because then i'm going to be compelled to watch that thing instead of doing the thing that i need to do do compelling listening stuff so you can look at and do the things you want to do while just having some interesting stuff play into your ears that you don't need visuals for you can't do that you cannot do it no you think the concept of podcasts are, are just terrible podcasts yeah. should not exist yeah, I can't really do podcasts. That'd be sad. It'd be pretty cool if we were the only podcast and people had to listen to us. Like, I could I could see driving and listening to a podcast. Okay. But I don't drive. Yeah. But what about making art? Because you can't be watching something and, and painting or drawing. It's so visual. I can kind of do that. Painting and drawing is so, so visual. I mean, I suppose. But if I just put on a movie that I've already seen, it's not like I'm really sitting there watching the movie. But then again, then it's not compelling. You've already seen it. Right. Yeah. I don't want something compelling. I would want I need something compelling while I'm working on like art and stuff like that. And then in the moments where it's like I have to like solve a problem with the art that I'm making, I will pause it. And then I will focus just on the artwork while I have to make the harder decision. But then when it's back to just fucking like shading, I'll turn it back on, you know? Nah. Yeah. You're, You're really missing out. You are, you are missing out so The very- only audio thing that I can do that, like, I do on any consistent basis is, like, weird background noise or ambient noise. Mm-hmm. That I do. This is what I need when I read. This is my... What's, I, I type in on YouTube the same thing every single time. Something, something thunderstorm. I don't really remember, but it's lovely, okay? And the top comment is about a man who had cancer and how he listened to it every day before he died. And it's like, uh, that's sad. That's very sad. Mm-hmm. It, it's quite sad. one it's time quite sad. i don't know if i told you about this i probably did tell you about this but uh when i was in arizona staying with my grandma i was in like sleeping in her living room which is connected to her bedroom because they have like a weird connected it's a weird setup but um i get up in the morning and my grandma is already up she's over in her room and i go and i'm like hi grandma good morning and she's like are you hearing all these planes flying over i've been hearing these planes flying over my room for hours i'm like yeah because it's like the same like sound that you get when a, like a jet flies over. But it was like persistent and constant. So it was like jet and then another and then another and then another just over and over and over for hours. And um, she asked like other people in the house like, have you been hearing these jets flying about? No one else knew what she was talking about. What in the world are these jets? And I'm like, eventually I go back to her room. No jets. In her room, there were no jets. No jets in general. That's sad. Keep in mind, you could only hear the jets in her room. Mm-hmm. There were no jets. At some point, she had managed to turn on her Amazon Alexa 
to thunderstorm sounds. Oh my god! <laughs> For some reason, the thunderstorm sounds sounded exactly like jets flying over. This poor old reason. woman. <laughs> I was so confused hours. by that entire story all the way up to the end. <laughs> I was assuming, yes, she's an old lady going crazy who doesn't know what she's hearing. No, because I could hear him as well. You heard the jets. I I assume I thought they were jets as well. They were that loud. Yes. Does she have surround sound in her bedroom? What do you mean? It's not like a huge room and the Alexa just, just blasting it in the room. This is so It messed sounded up. like jets were flying over outside. This is so messed up, Grayson. I hope the rest of your family was just gaslighting you too. It, there were jets. Everyone heard the jets. Like they, they thought it was so obvious. Why are you bringing it up? Of course there are jets. No, it was an Amazon Alexa. Who knows? Maybe. Do you think there's ambient sound of jets taking off on like YouTube? There probably is, right? Maybe. Maybe. it would. You can't really have it be constant, though. You know? I don't know. A jet takeoff just be constant? It, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. If you say so. Well, how would it work? Just <laughs> it, it wouldn't work. Have it constantly taxiing around in a circle for six hours? Like landing and going up? or Just taxiing. Just like floating in the air. That wouldn't be taking off. It wouldn't be making the taxiing. Sound. Taxiing is like when a plane drives. Oh, just driving on the runway. Yeah, that's is is taxiing also not when someone's waiting to land. Like and and like they're like, oh, we don't have any spots. Just fly around the airport for five hours. Do you, that's not when you're flying around the airport. That's when you're driving around the airport because there's no uh, so spot for you. So they call it when you're waiting for the spot to to land in. To land? Yeah. You're typically not waiting for a spot to land. You're waiting for a gate to open up after you land. But there, what's it called? It, it, it's LaGuardia or wherever. Because, I don't know. I remember reading in one of Malcolm Gladwell's books that the, the, all, all the plane crashes happen at LaGuardia. And they're always at the end of the plane when people are like not able to land soon enough and they're told to just fly around the airport and waiting for a spot to open this is mm. a thing i'm not making this up Malcolm no 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 Bible this this does it. happen but it's not taxiing what is it that's my question i don't i don't know the word then why didn't you say that earlier well because it took me a minute to understand what you were saying well how you were responding made it sound like it wasn't a thing what i was talking about okay. I, it's a thing but the thing that when you're waiting for a spot to open up isn't the like like the reason you circle around is normally because of like wind swells I have no clue, Grayson. But no, it was specifically LaGuardia. They was waiting for spots to open up because it was such a crowded airport. There's not especially bad wind problem in New York City, New York. Admittedly, I'm not a specialist on LaGuardia Airport. This is messed up. You should be. You should. It's so nice now. It used to be such shit. It's lovely now. That's good. They got good. a fountain. It's all pretty. Wow. You know, that's big. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Many, I, I would have to assume billions of dollars went into the renovations. It's quite nice, Grayson. Wow. I know. I know it's exciting, but what's even more exciting, Grayson? The biggest news uh -huh. that, that there ever was is that I am, and I told you this the other day. So there's a little bit of steam taken out of it. I am officially myocarditis free, Grayson. Let's go! I know. I went to the doctor on Wednesday, and they charged me thirty-five dollars for my appointment, where I simply went in. They took my blood pressure, and made sure like I had a heartbeat, and they were like, "We got some good news." You're healed. Your heart's back to normal. Um, you can stop taking your medication. And then the appointment lasted about two minutes with the actual doctor, and I left. Wow. I feel like this could have been an email. I don't want to be ungrateful, but I didn't need to spend $35 for that. This I is just true. spent $800 on the MRI. But I understand why they do it. Uh-huh. 
because they need to bring everyone in to have the doctor tell them in case it's bad news. I mean... Because you can't send bad news over an email. No, you really can't. But you don't need to do it to everyone. Like, just let it be the implication there's probably some bad news happening when you come in for your appointment. No, you can't do that. Why not? Why does it have to be a big surprise? It's got to be a surprise. Just... That's just how it works. Doctors like it; they enjoy the surprise. I mean, I imagine, I imagine <laughs> they do kind of enjoy the surprise, but also, like, then you'd have no one show up. Like, if they know every time they show up, it's going to be bad news. Why would they show up? You have such a warped perception of what the fucking doctor is there for. People show up to the doctor when it's bad news so they can get it fixed. No, no. Whenever I am concerned, I'm unhealthy. Yeah, I, think that's about the, the pronoun last there. time I want to go. Think about the pronoun there. It was I. Yeah? Yes, that's you. Because uh-huh. you're mentally ill. Oh, thanks. Yes, you're welcome. No, I'm good. It's the same thing my grandma has. She, she doesn't go to the doctor because she's afraid of the doctor. I'm not afraid of the doctor. Hey, you sound like you're afraid of the doctor. No, I just, I'm totally good with the doctor when I'm healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's at a point now where she's so old that most of the time when she goes, it's not going to be good news. Right, but that's not a fear go. of the doctor. It essentially, it's a, it's a fear of the doctor because the doctor is associated with your declining health and eventual death. No, 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 no. Then you're afraid of your declining health and eventual death. You're not afraid of the doctor. Will these things become associated? But it's not associated for me. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You're I'm not afraid, afraid of, of the, the doctor's doctor. appointments because of the risk of, of being told you're unhealthy. But only when there's a risk of being told that something's bad happening. Uh-huh. Like if I'm going in and I know I'm feeling good, then I'm not worried. Yeah, I feel like it's the other way around. The, the the main concern is they don't do that because they'll miss out on money because a lot of their appointments are just telling people they're okay and nothing happening, you know? Um, not so much, oh, they're worried that the unhealthy people will stop showing up because they know they're unhealthy. I wouldn't show up. Simply don't approach the doctor to begin with at that point. Don't go for Don't pay for the $800 MRI if you don't want the bad news. I don't. <laughs> then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, you're good. You're, 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 you're living life perfectly then. It would be silly for me to avoid the doctor after, after this MRI, Grayson, after this magnetic resonance imaging, you know? Yeah, it probably would be. A little bit. But I did get the MRI. They told me things went well. They told me I can engage in physical activity again. <gasps> they told me I can eat my grapefruit again. Wow. They didn't actually say that, but it's implied by no more medication. Right. You know, I feel like it would have been silly in the moment if the man had just been like, your heart attack is good. You're good. Your heart's healthy. And I was like, does this mean I can eat grapefruit? It just it feels like it wouldn't have been appropriate in the moment to ask Hep that, you know? Maybe, but it would have been like really fitting if he said no. No grapefruit for no you. No grapefruit. It is quite lethal still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what that, you didn't realize was the medication, it caused a permanent allergy to oh, all grapefruit no. for this the is, rest of It's there forever. That would be very sad, Grayson. I don't know if I'd want to go on after that point, you know, because like for what, right? I don't know. Grapefruit's really good. You got a weird palate, JC. No, no, I have a quite healthy and normal one, I think. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. I like lavender. I I tried getting a lavender latte earlier this morning at Austin Java. Um, It was like a green tea or matcha lavender latte. There was no lavender in it. Lavender's a strong flavor. And it didn't taste like it, Grayson. I'm really upset. I got to tell you, I've never thought of lavender as a strong flavor. I've had lavender ice creams. I've had lavender coffees. Yeah. And you taste the lavender when I've had I can, it. like, taste it, but it, I wouldn't call it strong. I would call it very strong. But it's a good very strong. You know? It's not like a very strong that's hard to get down, like this fucking sparkling water. 
it's like a taste that I have trouble noticing sometimes. That's messed up. See, you have the messed up palate. That's what we're learning here. Nah. Because you have trouble smelling this coconut incense as well, you've said before. I smell it clear as day. This is so coconutty. No, I can smell it. I just, I think it smells like most of my incense. I would disagree. I'd say I could call this one out of a lineup. I could do a blind incense test any day and get this I think one. I could as well, but okay. it's not like I'm like, wow, this one is so unique and special. I got to have the coconut one. It is, though. If you say so. It just, it kind of is, Grayson. You're, you're really, Why don't really you like my lavender this. incense like this if you like lavender so much? I like the lavender incense. Oh. Yeah. But you're I don't like it as much lavender. as coconut. You know? Now, the lavender smell, I think, is prominent. It's just when there's lavender-flavored foods. It's not very prominent. The lavender incense is like lavender pocky, I'm realizing. What? You know what pocky is? Yeah? It's That's what the, the coconut incense is burning right now. It kind of looks like a pocky stick. You know? Does it not? You want to try a lavender pocky? I mean, I wouldn't want to try one. I'm just saying... That I could see someone mistaking it for one. Like if someone approached me with it and was like, hey, try this lavender pocky. And I trusted them. I would probably take a bite not thinking it's incense. You know? That's just foolish on your part. Well, I'm assuming it's not as long. I'd be like, this is some long ass pocky, dude. What's what's wrong with you? Also, it's black. Like you don't yeah. think that you would fl- like color it purple or something? Well, yeah, to be more lavender looking? But also like who knows? Maybe not. Also, it's not a, like, cracker in the center or cookie stick. It looks kind of like one. It's just straight up a stick. I would find that out when I bite into it. You wouldn't You wouldn't find that out when you held the thing by the end at the stick? No, I'd be like, this is a weird new Pocky. It would be like Pocky made out of a spaghetti noodle. Is it that flimsy? No, look at the part that's burning up there, Grayson. That is, that's sturdy. Here is one of the sticks. Thank you so much. Yeah, this could be Pocky-like. And then no. with the, the coating on top of it even thicker, it's just like Pocky. Here's Not your stick at all. Back. It's getting black all over my fingers. We don't Not even that. a little. I just went to wipe it on your bed. I'm sorry. I'll wipe it on my leg instead. I can't believe you wiped it on my bed. You ruined sorry. my bed. I'm sorry, Grayson. I apologize. But even better news than being myocarditis-free, Grayson, by having... You're pericarditis-free as well? I am. No inflammation of my heart or around my heart. But no, even bigger is that we know on this podcast, all the loyal boy oh boy listeners, uh, the, the many of them that there are, they know that I was at Bourbon and Beyond, the music festival in Kentucky a few weekends ago, okay? Mm-hmm. And the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia... They have a podcast, and they did a live podcast from that music festival. I went, and at the merchandise booth, they had a poster exclusive for the podcast that they were doing mm-hmm. um, that weekend. And so I got one for myself. My mom got one for my dad, and my dad was like, why the fuck did you get this? I don't want a poster. And so we had two of these posters, <gasps> and we just found out earlier today, and when we were looking at them, they are one of 100 so we have two of these of these one hundred only one hundred run posters, you know, and then I looked it up on eBay, and one sold last week for three hundred and seventy five dollars. They cost thirty bucks. Why didn't you buy more, JC? Well, I don't think that they should have been allowed to sell me two to begin with, you know, like that was weird. But we got two, and now I think the one my dad doesn't want is going to be sold once wow. the current one's listed on eBay sells, you know, but. That's fucked up, man. 
Also, why didn't they advertise it's one of 100? Those things would have sold out so much sooner, you know? Uh -huh. I don't know either. I don't know either, but these these are these are posters I have. And then I now, if up. only you could have gotten it signed. If only. It's signed by the artist, you know? That's kind of lame. I know. Okay. It's hurtful. Artists are kind of lame. Like, I mean, lamer than the people on It's Always Sunny. You're right. Uh, then also, this inspired me to look up how much the other posters I have were worth. Because I have one from a Pearl Jam show at Fenway Park in 2016 that I went to in Boston, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and that poster in mint condition, which it is, and it's right on my wall by my door, is it's what well, sold two days ago on the or yesterday on the 28th, two days ago for $599. And this is it's a simple piece of paper. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. It's so dumb. I don't think I will sell it. But if I ever need to, that is an easy five hundred plus dollars. That is so dumb. It seems like the smartest investment ever. These stupid posters, you know? Yeah. Have you considered Grayson just going to all the music venues? I don't know how to tell you this, JC, but yeah. I got a really valuable poster. You do now. It's a one of one. Is it the one I'm looking at right now that my eyes are locked onto? No. What? Oh, okay. I, I was maybe we were talking about Pearl Harbor. No, I was talking about the cum poster. Oh, that's one of one. Those weren't mass-produced and sold to the cuck masses? I'm fairly certain that it's one of one. Oh, man. That's exciting. Yeah. But I, I just worry it might be devalued by the um, holes from the push pins. Yeah, maybe. But also one of one. So maybe that's like most make it, what makes it unique, you know? True. Or part of what makes it unique. I could get at least one person on that poster to sign it as well. At least one. Um, we're talking about Hans, are we not? No, I was talking about myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should have probably considered that one first. Yeah. You think Hans might hold out? Well, I just feel like there's a certain level of difficulty of getting Hans over here to sign it. I, he doesn't want to come to Texas anymore. He's done no. with the state. And yeah. I understand it. I understand it. Um, what I also hope is that when you do try to get him to sign it, he does charge you money to do so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there is a, a $20 cost involved. I hope you can get Joe to sign it. Joe Biden, that is. Yeah, he might die before then, though. You got to get this signed ASAP. Do you I think really he do. would sign this, Grayson? Do you? Next time Joe Biden does a rally in Texas, we got to try. We have to try. Maybe if you fold it so the cum isn't exposed um, on the cum poster. Coward to welcome Midsummer Madness, that is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think maybe then we could get him to sign it if he thinks it's just a what photo What if we were to, like to fold it up and then hide it under a just a blank paper mm. and then have like a little cutout <laughs> where we say sign here. This is a good idea. And then it's, it's like actually the poster underneath. Oh my God, Grayson, you're a genius. You're simply a genius. We need to get this signed. We need to do it. When is Joe going to be here? I don't know. Is he ever going to be able to make a trip to Texas ever again anyways? <laughs> Probably not. When is he going to Even in uh, 2020, he didn't campaign all that much. No. That's so sad, Grayson. What are we meant to do? I don't know. Just live without the cum poster being signed by our president? I think so. That is devastating. It really is. Do you think maybe we could get it signed by Jill in case he does pass away? I would hope so. Yeah. What if we just get it signed by Marianne instead of Joe Biden? I am down with that. I think that seems like a better idea. I would. I'm not lying. If I met Marianne, I would have her sign my body and then I would get that tattooed. Yeah, I would ever like sign my calf and I would just tattoo it when I get home. That'd be sick. Wouldn't it? That would be kind of sick. Do you want Marianne's uh, signature tattooed onto you, Grayson? 
Honestly, get matching kinda. Marianne tattoos. That actually sounds kind of cool. Right? That'd be like one time. <laughs> <laughs> sick as hell. Marianne, please. We know you're listening. Just let us meet. <gasps> we can find her address on Road Rash. <laughs> Reason. Listen, we just have to be like walking through the neighborhood and be like, <gasps> Marianne. And I'll be walking carrying my stack of Marianne Williamson books. We're walking um, with our freshly shaved thigh. That's <laughs> what we're walking with. A cutout in a pair of shorts <laughs> yeah. in the exact position. Grayson, we need to do this. We need to do this. As soon as we get off this podcast, we're stalking Marianne Williamson, guys. It's, it's what has to be done. I think so, right? I think so as well. Yeah, is that where you'd want the, the location is on your thigh? The Marianne so. tattoo? Yeah, like, like right here. Inside of the thigh. Inside, like there? I'm thinking like here. Well, you want outside. it on display when you wear shorts. Right, yeah. Okay, that's fair. What about right on the kneecap? No. No. Maybe no. a little too painful or just hard to read when you're I want it like straight. kind of just higher up than shorts go. Mm -hmm. So like it's still covered by shorts, oh. but then sometimes when you like sit in a certain way, it like pokes out. It's I like understand. a little flirty that way. And then people are like, oh, what's that? Yeah, what's that? Well, it's my signature from the Marianne Williamson. Of course. I will, yeah, Obviously. Because no, Marianne... She's a very youthful woman, but her her actual age, you know, because she, I mean, she's obviously she presents herself very young, you know, and she she's going to live spirit. forever as well. She will, I think so. Oh, okay, then we got time. Never mind. I was going to say we maybe don't have that much time to get the signature, but I oh think no, we're good. She's living forever. Yeah, I think like the neighborhood I was in last week, Grayson. I had to pick up a stool for my tattoo setup uh, that I found on Facebook Marketplace. This these stools, simple like you know just like a little round stool with wheels that goes up and down that thing like people use for like hairdressing and or hairstyling all that kind of stuff they cost like 45 50 bucks new and it's so stupid but i found one on amazon marketplace for ten dollars and it was white and it matches my tattoo chair that i have facebook is, marketplace i said amazon you did say amazon marketplace. i said amazon the other day too I meant to say Facebook Marketplace. I just got very confused because I was like, is there an Amazon Marketplace that I was unfamiliar with? There's not. I'm sorry. I meant to say Facebook Marketplace. I'm but happy it, I got the confirmation. It was $10. And um, and, and this lady, she she said, I live in, New, in, in, in Hyde Park, New Hyde Park, something like that. And then I put in the address and it was like a minute away from your apartment. I was like, well, I was just here yesterday. I have to drive back. It was ridiculous, Grayson. Wow. But... There, it was such a nice neighborhood. It's like just right down the road. It's all these beautiful, beautiful houses, but it's right on the corner. It's green. It's big. It's like a, a small little, little mini mansion, but it's covered in greenery and has a fountain out front. And I was like, there's no way this is the lady selling a stool for $10. She doesn't need $10, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I knocked on the door and there she was with the stool. And she was like, oh, are you learning how to do hair? And I was like, nope, I'm learning how to tattoo. And she was like, oh. Oh, that's <laughs> and unethical. She, yeah. And then she slammed the door in your face and wouldn't sell it to you. No. She she took my $10 cash, and then I, I went my way. I went on my lovely, merry way, Grayson. Uh, but it was just such a nice house. I imagine Marianne probably lives in a similar one. Or she probably, more honestly, lives like over near Lake Austin. I think Marianne Williamson lives in a cloud. A cloud. Yep. Not among the clouds, like on a high mountain, but in the actual clouds. Yep. How does she get there, if you don't mind me asking? Flies. Flies. Mm -hmm. With wings or just her natural body is I think capable. she is like floating. Because she's so angelic, you mean. Well, I yeah. guess angels have wings. so she Not necessarily. Some angels are just a bunch of rings flying around each other. It's what? Wild stuff. Who, since who? Says who? 
It's just the Bible. The Bible says angels are little rings that fly around each other. Some are. Why some? Why not all? Um, because there's different types of angels. But if I were to become an angel, I don't want to become a ring angel. You wouldn't become an angel. Thank God. That's not how it works. How does someone become an angel? You don't become an angel. Angels are just angels from birth. Well, they're not born, but yeah. From their inception? What do you mean? Like, what? Angels have always been angels. Always. For eternity, angels have been there. Well, since God created them, yeah. So there was a birth? No. So what do you call that? Creation? Since their creation. Yeah. Their birth. Okay, when someone builds a robot, do they birth the robot? I mean, essentially. No. The robot probably has a birthday, not a creation day. No, they might have an anniversary. No, it has a birthday. An incept date. An incept date is what you just said. Yeah. Isn't immaculate conception a thing? So, like, is is Jesus, was he never born? Or because he did no, come no, out no, of Mary? No, no, he was born. Mm-hmm. Immaculate conception has to do with conception. conception. This makes sense. Yeah. But, hmm, no, I don't think so. I think the angels were born, if I had to guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're confident the angels have been there. Well, there, there's no um, details about the angels ever being born. Uh-huh. But you're like, there's no angel created. mothers. Yeah. Well, God would theoretically be the angel mother in that scenario. No. How not? Well, he'd be the angel father. How do? Why are we assigning a gender to God? Um, because that's kind of just how it's written. Is it? Yeah. That's sad. Why not? Why don't we just say it? It is such a useful word. No. No? Is no. it too impersonal? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize, Grayson. Can we talk about this phone interview you have coming up? I mean, sure, but there's really nothing to say. I already forgot the company's name. I think it's like Build Design or something. You're, you're applying for a job and they have a phone interview with you. On what, Monday. What is the company? Like, what do they do? I think it's like a print-on-demand company, but specifically for, like, signs. What would you be doing for them? Some in finance. Oh, okay. You wouldn't be like physically making signs. No. Okay. No, okay. I don't think so. Fun at least. job. The physically making signs stuff. You know. You got some experience with that. I do, and I n- never a day was I like particularly bored. There's so much stuff you can make. Banners. You can make uh, choroplast signs. Like those are the ones that Marianne needs. You know, that go on the lawns. Wow. You can make the signs that go in front of the stores. The ones that light up, all LED. I guess those aren't LED, but I guess they are LED. Some, I'm sure, are. Yeah. But it's, there's just so many things to do, Grayson. You don't understand. Wow. Yeah. You got to start. Yeah. I have I have an interview on Monday at 10.30 a.m. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank Is this you. the first round or what? Yeah, first round. Oh, my goodness gracious. I put in my application, um, and then I got an email that was like, hey, we want to do a phone interview with you. And I was like, okay. Are you going to woo them? I hope so. Oh, my gosh. Are they Austin-based? Um, I believe so. So it would be an in-person job? Um, I think this one was hybrid. Like I said, I don't really remember much about the job posting. It was in among like a among. few other that I did. I understand. I understand. Well, you'll have to keep us abreast, Grayson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You must also keep us abreast of the Emmy situation. And the license situation. Are you going to reach back out to Emmy? Or are you just kind of like giving in at this point? When she reaches out, she might reach out. I don't know. She's Maybe probably I'll... healed by now. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll do one more time. You should. Okay. And then if she's like, I'm still sick, maybe we get a hint, you know, or catch a hint. Is that how that phrase works? 
Get a hint. Catch a hint. I feel like like get a hint, a hint is the correct phrase. Take a hint is the phrase. Take a hint also the real yeah, phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like none of them get really work. That's that works is. in this context. There you go. Take a hint works. You know, it kind of fits. But I feel like it fits almost perfectly. That's what no. take a hint is designed for. Is like, take a hint, man. Like if she, if she's if she keeps well, saying, yeah, oh, yeah. When is when it's like when it, when you say it like that in that context, yes, it works. That was the but, context. In no, which no, no. But it. like in the sentence that you were saying, like it didn't flow properly. Is what I'm saying. I, I just like my it, it functioned. Was off. It functioned. But it was not. It was not the right fit for the sentence. Again, you were I think forming. it was just my inflection wasn't there. Maybe I think so. I think so. Which also, Grayson, dear sweet Brandy. Okay, and I will use dear and sweet to describe her. Okay, <gasps> I will. I will. Wow, it's getting serious. It is. It is. Um, you you never ask any questions about dear sweet Brandy, and I, I was thinking to myself, if if like you or Steven had a girlfriend, or like Hans had a girlfriend. I would have so many questions. I'd be so interested in like who this person is, what this what this relationship is, you know? I'm very interested, but, but like there are zero questions. I'm not very good at asking questions. I mean, I guess so. I just like I yeah, I, I can't even think of like things I would want to know. I will say the, the, I, there's something you do want to know. Okay, and I'm about to tell you it. When do I get to meet her? Well, I are, this is a question That's you what have I asked that know. we've already established. But listen, most importantly is really I think I figured out why this relationship even exists to begin with, okay? I found the real point and purpose to it all. <gasps> and that is that Brandy used to be a star softball pitcher, Grayson, okay? And so the implications for wiffle ball oh. have to be immense, you know? They have to be, I think, very good for us. I feel like when we play wiffle ball, one of our biggest problems is, well, often the pitcher cannot throw a ball correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the people who could theoretically pitch uh-huh. are much better used by their team in the outfield because they're also typically the most competent players. To run and catch the ball. Yeah. Mm. I'm mostly hinting at you because you're the number one outfielder among our, our friend group. <sighs> Let's among. Go. I don't know. I don't think you're giving Steven enough credit. Honestly, you know? He has some drive in him. <laughs> but li- listen, listen. I think we can have Brandy be a permanent pitcher for both teams. I think this is really what has to be done. This is really you know? exciting. I know. And it can let her relive her glory days of high school softball. Wow. You know? This is truly so exciting. I think it is. I think That just is. raises the question of when's the next wiffle ball game? Well, we have to do it before it gets too cold out. Right today is perfect weather to play wiffle ball. And I'm physically capable of playing wiffle ball again. Let's go. We can do it when uh, uh, Betty's in town. Be- oh, my. This is a great idea. This is such a wonderful idea, Grayson. And let's see. Who else do we have? Sarah Vermelius might be able to play wiffle ball. We can't even get her on for spelling bee. Wiffle ball is more exciting than spelling bee. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. We can invite her for wiffle ball. And what's it? she can replace Savannah. She's who we played with last time. I feel like that's going to be a very significant upgrade. I feel like an incredible one. Sarah Amelius uh, used to like actually play sports. Did she? She was on our basketball team. Oh, basketball, basketball. I get this basketball comparable. Is that do those skills transfer over to wiffle ball? Do we know? Um, I don't know if the skills are super transferable, mm-hmm. but even if they're like maybe twenty five percent transferable, just the that's like that's like skills that we did not have among our friend group. This you know? is fair. This is fair. Poor Alohi. You're implying Alohi does not have any athleticism to her? Alohi has some athleticism. I was mostly referencing Savannah, but... I could see Alohi playing volleyball, you know? She looks like a volleyball player. She does kind of look like a volleyball player. She doesn't have the height, though. 
volleyball players are tall? They're so tall. Because they have to reach over the net? Stuff like that. I don't know. sad. Or tennis. I just remember um, my cousin who played volleyball at a collegiate level. She was, or is, like six foot. Oh, my goodness. And I think she was not tall among her team. No. That's so sad. When she found her peers, those were her friends for life. All the tall, giant, freak beast girls, you know? It's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all got to commiserate. That's so lovely. That's so wonderful. They found community like now that. Now she has giant children. It's crazy. Oh, she's that athlete who mm-hmm. married another athlete? This makes sense. This makes sense. Don't they have a name like Titan or something like that? Titus. Titus. This makes sense. This makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, there are no Brandy questions ever thrown my way. You well, know, and I just imagine, like, if, if you and Emmy we were to have this wonderful relationship that leads to marriage inevitably, the questions would be endless. I Okay, then feed me questions because I got nothing. I feed you questions? I've already asked you so much about Emmy we. Really? You know? Yeah, we spent the whole episode on Emmy we. Man, I've already forgotten about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> we found where Emmy we lives. I know that, you know. Did we? Yeah, I we, we looked it up with voteref.com. Yo. You don't remember this. No. I sent a screen cap of her house. That's kind of that creepy, It might be Jason. her parents' house. That's so creepy. We, we postulated weirdo. that it might be her parents' house. No, I did this at um, Steven's request. Steven made me. So. <laughs> yeah, Steven made you. Uh-huh. He was very interested. He was very interested. Yeah. But no, th- there are no questions from you. or Steven, I give an excuse because Steven, I believe, is not interested. You know, I don't believe Steven cares that much. I don't think Steven cares about either of us as people. No. But, well, he sent me something the other day that was quite unintentionally sweet. And let me see if I can find it. It was something about uh, a best friend. Oh, 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 it was on wrestling Reddit. It was some wrestling Reddit page. And basically, the person was saying how, like, they're really sad because their best friend, um, who they always watched wrestling with, passed away from, uh, I think it was like a heart attack or something like that. And Steven sent it to me and said, this could be us. <laughs> <laughs> but clear implication being, Steven will be calling me his best friend post-mortem. Wow. Which is exciting. Exciting news, you know? It's true. But he doesn't care about me even still. It's this, this so is, true. This is so sad. Steven's really something. I guess so. Just a remarkable guy. Yeah. Which he also, he sent me a TikTok yesterday that was this guy, like the caption was every 24-year-old after they quit their job. And it's him just saying over and over again, I think I'm going to move to Austin. I think I'm going to move to Austin in a different outfit every time. And then I I asked Steven, is this this a hint? When are you moving to Austin? And he told me when the podcast starts making money. So I don't think ever is. is Oh, it's so messed up. Yeah, I think Steven is honestly, this is not even a joke. I think he is at least in his mind and maybe in reality, locked into this whole cat company for life. I can see him <laughs> being there for the rest of his life. Steven is the type to just latch on to something like that. I, but like, I think so. I think he'll be like, yeah, things are pretty good. And then just keep letting them like build up benefits, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the crazy thing is Steven will do that and then he'll be the most successful of any of us by far. With Holt Cat, you think? Yeah. Whew. Like, he's just going to linger there, and they're going to have no choice but to keep promoting him because he's been there for so long yeah. just through seniority. It's sad, but it's true. <laughs> it's not that sad. Like, good for Steven. Yeah, good for Steven. But, it's but like, also, like, he's going to blow all of that on Genshin Impact. Who in their right mind would elevate Steven to, like, <laughs> in a position that high in a company, you know? Like, for uh, Steven to be considered corporate is a terrifying thought. Imagine Steven, Steven being your boss. into something like that. If Steven is a boss, 
he will oh my god that'd be horrible because it's going to be one of two things someone will be able to very easily manipulate him or someone will like just rub him the wrong way and then steven will never give him a second thought you know never give him another chance it'll be one of those two things i feel like steven is the type of uh, boss that would gaslight all of his employees but without like doing so intentionally be doing it because steven is kind of absurd I feel like part of it would be intentional. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Just blatant manipulation of his... his Steven often tries to gaslight me in my chat. Quite often. But I feel like he does that... Never necessarily... He's never initiating with gaslighting. It's always a response to him feeling threatened. Right, yes. It's always when um, he brings up a point... I disagree with him. We have an extended argument. Realizes he's wrong. Realizes he's wrong. And then just say, and then I say like a really solid point. And he's like, right, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I've always been saying. I'm like, Steven, at yeah, no point did you say anything like this. That's Steven's gaslighting. This is his MO. And it will transfer <laughs> over into his, his real life. His professional work. This is true. Well, we will see, Grayson. We will yeah. see. I have no plans on severing ties with Steven anytime soon. So, <laughs> Good old Steven. We need him to be the cameraman on Ghost Show. We do. We do. That's our, our one and only need and use for him. Especially once we get Sarah Emilius on to Ghost Show. I think so. Once we sign her on full time. But Grayson, I think we need to sever ties with this episode of the podcast. How oh, do you no. feel about that? I oh. never told my DPS story. Your DP- I mean, you walked to the DPS and you couldn't do a test. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. And you up. got blisters. There's the story, guys. Yeah, it kind of hurts. Yeah. You can tell it in more detail if you want, but I really don't think there's much more to it. No, that's really it. I'm yeah. just really sad. Grayson kind of tried to get his license and realized what he kind of tried. Well, yeah, you kind of tried because you were like, I'll show up, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do anything. And it's then true. you weren't able to do anything. That's really of trying, up. you know, <laughs> I mean, I tried. I did all of the elements of trying, I guess you didn't approach an employee and say, I am taking my driver's test today. This is, this is, this I is I feel like my... they would have taken it as a threat. <laughs> like no. me being 6'6", six, six, march into the DPS. I'm taking a driving test today. I'm doing it. It is your birthright to take a driver's test today. You know? That's true. It was written in the stars. That's what you have to explain. To I just people. have to be really hopeful everything goes right on October 21st. Why don't you just show up and act like you registered for a test months ago? And like gaslight them, be like, oh, that's weird. Like, I, you know, I registered and like have fake documentation ready to go. And so they'll be like, oh, I guess the system messed up. And then they just, they fit you in the schedule. I don't think I'd do that. When the alternative is waiting six months for a driver's test, presuming you fail your first one, which you may, you know, people it's do possible. That. Yeah. It's reasonable to fail your first one. I'd say it's, you know, the best thing to do is to fail your first one. Some would say that. Yeah. I hope I don't. Mm. I'm less concerned about failing the driving test as I am about um, the written test because I have to retake the written test mm-hmm. um, as well as just not having the right paperwork. You're going to pass the written test. It am would be I? embarrassing. To fa- yeah, the written test is it's multiple choice, is it not? I don't remember it. The thing that I did was multiple choice and I think it was like, but not multiple choice like four answers. I think it was multiple choice between two and it was just a bunch of those and then wow. they let me get behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> That's quite good. Yeah, I did mine with my driver's ed, and Mm -hmm. uh, even though the driver's ed doesn't expire, the written test portion does. does. It's so messed up. But even if you fail, Grayson, you can never feel bad about yourself because you just have to think about the fact that Mick Real failed his, and it was a COVID driving test. Um, All he had to do was park a car, (laughs) and he failed. (laughs) That's pretty wild. You know, consider. Consider. That's pretty wild. Maybe that's the move. 
you know, move to Maryland, take one of their driving tests and you're set. Well, the thing is, JC, I had the option when I was in South Carolina, we had gone to the, the DMV there just to be like, hey, what would the process look like to get a license here? Yeah. Even though I kept telling my parents I would have to get a learner's permit there and then wait six months. But they didn't want to listen to me. They wanted to ask someone. So we went Might to the well. D- DMV anyways. They said the exact same thing I had been saying, and then we left. And then we thought briefly, like, what if we just get a learner's permit as just like a backup? And then, like, like it'll it. probably be over six months anyways before. And there'll still be no progress on the Texas front. So next time well, you're in South it, Carolina, you can just do the test. Well, because what it, the reason we didn't was because I was like, but my at worst case scenario, I have the appointment in Texas in two months. Yeah. So why bother with the thing that's going to take six months? I guess so. We'll see, Grayson. Point is, I regret that now. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> Would have been a good backup. Maybe a little bit. You can still do it, Grayson. You can still do it. Again, though, we need to terminate this episode of Boy Oh Boy. We need to end it. You know, we need to put it down. It's been going on too long, hasn't it? I don't know. I don't know how long it's been going. Well, we had to stop the recording midway through because of the death of the recorder. And so probably like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, that's a a pretty long episode. It's a decent length, but we'll be back next week, I guess. Goodbye, guys. Adios.